Hey there, this is the Beeb, and this is an ad. But don't turn the channel. I just wanted to let you know about my new podcast, the Finding Your Way podcast with me, the Beeb, the newest podcast production from Unfiltered Studios. If you need some encouraging words, thoughtful insight, or maybe you just need a serious break from your not-so-serious job, we could all use something like that in our lives, am I right? There are a million lighthearted comedic and murder mystery podcasts out there, but how many podcasts you got in your queue that will give you a little help in life that might make you think and see things from a different angle? Well, if that is you, check out the podcast. Once again, that is the Finding Your Way podcast with me, The Beat, the newest podcast from Unfiltered Studio. Uh, all right, Keb, I'm done with this. I'll see myself out. Podcasting from the heart of Jacksonville, Florida, Florida. it's Keb Keb. Unfiltered, a podcast about truth, justice, and what's going to offend the maximum amount of people with the minimum amount of effort. You know, the American way. That's the American way. Parental discretion is heavily advised. Your parents might learn something. Now, here's your host. The cab, and welcome back to the show, everybody. Thanks for uh, joining us, and uh, thanks for coming along for the ride. I uh, would li- like to thank everyone for listening last week. Very successful episode, uh, but we got another one for you right here. My guest this week has been a co-host on the Full Press Fantasy Podcast for a couple of years now, as well as the author of Harvard's Heroes on FullPressCovers.com. He is a reoccurring guest on the Spunky Spectrum Sports Podcast, as well as Going for Two Podcast, amongst many others. He was a co-host with yours truly on local local radio here in Jacksonville a number of years ago. And uh, and he is a gentleman that I've had the privilege to know for the better part of 30 years. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Brad Harvin. How are we doing, Brad? Hey, what's up, Kev? I'm doing doing great, man. I appreciate you having me on the show. And before we get started, I didn't know. I, I know it's been a while, uh, but I still have that. I still have your Hanson CD. I didn't oh, know yeah. if, if I should uh, send that back or just run it over to your house. Or you know, what's funny is I've been, your favorite. I've been looking for that CD. I had I had sure. umbop in my head, you know, from those uh, those times we spent down in Gainesville. Absolutely. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, just uh, great times uh, singing <laughs> umbop. Uh, you know, sometimes you got to take your shirt off and th- you know wave it around in the air. And sure. uh, and just I mean that I mean we 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 catered to the ladies uh, back back Absolutely. then uh, you know with, with those kind of moves so uh, we were we you know, were man, uh, it's great to see you and uh, yeah like, like you said man we've known each other for a while I'm actually living right around the corner from uh, where you grew up man so uh, nice pretty, pretty pretty wild yeah nice yeah that's uh, that's my old stomping grounds over Absolutely. there and uh, and you know the the mom or as we we call her grandma. Uh, now, um, still, still lives over there. Um, I do want to give a shout out real quick. I do want to give a shout out to, um, and if, if, if she's listening to this, turn it off, turn it the fuck (laughs) off. Um, but, uh, I want to give a shout out to my daughter. She got accepted to, uh, to college today and, um, she's applied to a couple other ones, but she got her first acceptance today. So, um, we're very proud and very excited for her. And she was, she was extremely excited when, uh, but you got to to tell us that today, so that was that was pretty cool. But uh, how'd you feel about this uh, this football season this uh, this year? 
Well, I mean, uh, locally, uh, being, being in Jacksonville, it, it was uh, once again, uh, you know, a, a little bit up and down, but I might, I might be in the minority here, but when they were, uh, you know, hit, hit the, hitting the struggle bus after London and everything, I, I still had a little bit of confidence because I knew what the rest of the division, you know, entailed. And, and I mean, you know, just, just to get, you had to, you had to beat the Titans twice. Uh, yeah. I mean, regardless, but I mean, the rest of the division just, uh, you know, kind of limping along as well. If they were able to, you know, string together a few victories, which they did, um, you know, that they, they were able to uh, get in the playoffs. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I definitely missed the days when I had season tickets. Uh, I'm, I'm at, actually, last night I was uh, online uh, trying to trying to look around, see see what the options were, maybe try and split the season with my brother or something. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, definitely got the Jaguar fever, uh, you know, uh, full force. And uh, got, got my son involved. Um, my wife is still uh, quite the naysayer. Uh, she, uh, she, uh, <laughs> she, she's not a big uh, uh, Jaguar backer, uh, but uh, I, it, she even uh, got a shirt uh, for for that uh, for that Kansas City game. She went uh, went and got a shirt and uh, to, to make made, made me proud. So uh, yeah, well, what about yourself, man? Well, you know, if you look at it like this. They're, they they start the, the season. Let's take it up to the bye. They're three and seven at the bye. And you just, and you got to really, as a Jaguar fan, you're kind of like, oh my God, here we go again. You know, they weren't supposed to be as good as they were this year. So you kind of had that in the back of their head. Right. You know, the, the Doug Peterson coming in, putting in his system, changing the culture, doing a lot of healing, as he said. Um, but you couldn't look past the fact that we knew, especially on offense, because until basically until the last Titans game in my house was, man, our defense sucks. You know, yeah. and, uh, and until until the Titan, until they started scoring, you know, but mm -hmm. it was like, hey, the defense sucks. But there was a lot of weapons on that offense. That offense Absolutely. was good. They went out and got Brandon Sheriff, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, um, Evan Ingram, you know. And so you, you kind of were you were waiting to see you knew those guys were good. They've been around. They've made names for themselves. Um, but the one, the one, or maybe two question marks were what was Trevor going to do? And what was Travis Etienne going to do? I was one of the people when they traded James Robinson, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was right with you. Yeah. You know, yeah, for sure. And, but it, it turned out, you know, you know, okay. Travis Etienne healthy. I think he's got maybe some injury issues, uh, definitely injury issues. I wanted to know where he was in the second half of the Kansas city game, but um, you know, can he stay healthy? Can he stay hurt? Can he learn how to play? Um, but one thing is proven that we got ourselves a quarterback. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. And, and a, and a really, really good one at that. And when they when they beat the Raiders, when they were down so many and beat the Raiders, I'll tell you this, and I told my wife this, and and I've told everybody this, as long as Peterson and Lawrence are here, I will never turn off the game early again, ever. Sure. Yeah, it's uh, certainly having uh, said that, been able to say that in uh, several years uh, here in Jacksonville because uh, once uh, once Bortles threw, threw a couple pick sixes or something, the the game was over in the first quarter or something like right. that. Right. Uh, 
yeah. So, I mean, yeah, for, for sure. Both those guys are uh, going to be an integral part of the future. Hopefully we can keep Peterson around. Hopefully he's happy here. Uh, from all from everything that I read and hear, I mean, it sounds like he, he likes uh, being here and, 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 you know, building this, uh, this culture. Uh, yeah, I mean, going back to the uh, to the James Robinson thing, I, I was with you. I, I was uh, I was not a big fan of that trade. I, I had a feeling that it would uh, come up and bite him, uh, you know, late late in the season. Which I mean, I guess if you count the uh, count, count the playoffs, I mean, I think it did. I, I think Robinson or or a back like Robinson stature could have done some damage in Kansas City. Uh, you know, especially uh, you know just kind of because that just the majority of those bubble screens and all that stuff. I mean, I, th- I think it could have uh, loosened the defense up if they could have got a little bit of a run game, but that, that's, that's, that's a big, what if, you know? So, but, sure. but yeah, I mean, but yeah, going forward, I mean, you've got to be excited. Uh, uh, Jaguar fans got to be excited about the schedule next year. You get some nice names coming in town. Uh, you know, you got a first place schedule, which of course is a challenge, but it's also uh, good to see, uh, to see how your team measures up against uh, the best in the league. And you get a good AFC North um, battle. I mean, you get the Bengals, you get the Steelers, um, right. the Steelers away. Um, I, I believe the Bengals and the Ravens are here, and the uh, and the Browns and the Steelers are away. Uh, but you get, you, you know, you get that. You do get, you know, two with the Titans, two with the Texans, two with the Colts, and who knows what the Colts are going to do. Right. Um, who was the biggest? In your opinion, who was the biggest surprise on the Jaguars this year outside of Trevor, who we all knew was going to come around sooner or later? But who was the biggest surprise for you? I, I'm willing to bet it's the same as everybody. It might be. I mean, I, I would have to say, I'm, I mean, I don't, I, I, I would have to go with uh, Evan Egram just coming yeah. in on a, on a one year contract, a, a proven contract where, you know, he had a real nice rookie year with the Giants, and then he uh, had a case, case of the dropsies. Uh, just a phenomenal, uh, very athletic tight end. I mean, not not your prototypical tight end that uh, would line up at uh, Wilson High School and just, uh, <laughs> you know, get get knocked over and not really go out for passes. This guy, you know, can go out. He can he can uh, track the ball. He can he runs uh, good routes. Uh, the, the big question was his hands and everything we uh, read and heard. And he he put in the extra time here to to do good things and. Uh, uh, so yeah, my, my pick would be Evan Ingram. Is was that what you were thinking? Yeah, I, I would think most people would probably uh, think Ev- Evan Ingram. Um, I would think most of them uh, didn't really know much about him, you know, before uh, um, before he he uh, came on. I didn't, you know, I didn't follow. Him. He was with the Giants, right? Yeah, 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 yeah so. he was with the Giants, and yeah, I mean, I knew the name from fantasy football and all that stuff, and. He, he would have a blip in the radar and then he'd disappear for like three or four weeks and you'd read about it because he was dropping the ball. And, uh, but, sure. uh, no, I mean, he, he, had, he had a couple drops here, but uh, certainly a big surprise. I mean, uh, with some big games against uh, the Titans and, uh, and, and the others on the schedule. So, yeah. It, se- sure. it seems that he's always open. Yeah. You know, when, when they need him. I mean, you, you can. What was impressive, especially the run down the end, what was impressive with the with the Jaguars was you 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 knew what they were gonna do. They're gonna get into a third and long and they're gonna do that crossing route across the middle to either Kirk or Ingram, and they were gonna get it, and they got it 90% of the damn yeah. time. And it was it, it reminded me of that old blue chips movie, which it doesn't matter what you do, you know, we'll go over there and tell them what we're doing because it matters how you do it. You know, and um, 
I, I, I just I thought that was impressive. The fact that for years the Jaguars have played from behind. Well, that wasn't really different. Just this year we came back. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean that Cowboys game. Come on. You know, we yeah, had no, Jaguars had no business winning that game. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, that was uh, that was quite amazing. I mean, uh, unfortunately, I was at a, a family function when when all that was going on. But luckily, we were able to get signal on uh, somebody's phone uh, right at the end of the fourth quarter and in overtime. So uh, we just kind of snuck away. All all the dudes kind of stuck away, got uh, huddled around, and uh, and we're able to watch it on on a little uh, little iPhone or whatever. But uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was something else uh, to, to have that. They had that mindset to come back. I mean, they, you know, double digit uh, deficit, and not just the Cowboy game. I mean, you mentioned the uh, the Raider game um, as well. But I mean, in hindsight, I mean, you, they, they got to be kicking themselves with the losses to the to the Broncos and the Giants and those guys. Uh, even at, even the when you uh, were right the Commanders. There. Yeah, yeah. The, sure. the very first game that was a very yeah. winnable game. Even the even the team that's in the Super Bowl right now, the Eagles. I mean, yeah. they had them on the ropes, fourteen to nothing. The first quarter in Philly, and uh, yeah, four four turnovers later, it uh, it looked looked worse than it actually was. But yeah, yeah no, uh, signs, very, very exciting team. Yeah, the signs were definitely there early on. I think the signs were definitely there early on uh, to say that you know, especially when they beat the Chargers in San Diego. I mean, we have a history of not playing well on the West Coast. They Never. they really had the signs were there to where you're like, if these guys could just do this. You know, if they could just score this. And I think the, the first time that I really noticed it was the uh, the Ravens game. You know, and, and that was you – know, I, I turned to my son and I said, look, the Ravens, they're a playoff team. Yeah. You know, we, we just beat a playoff team, barely, but we just beat them. Right. So I, I, I think the, the playing from behind and learning how to win, I think that's a lot of it, you know. Sure. Um, so – Last year, so the Jaguars won four games in two years. Okay, last year they uh, they had Urban Meyer their head coach. Now, as a Gator fan, I ain't mad at Urban Meyer. I'm really not. You know, the guy's kind of entertaining. You know, sure. he's kind of like the Bill Clinton of college football. Yeah, you know, he he is very entertaining. Whether you like him or not, you know, he's entertaining. Um, but do you think, and, and I have a point here, but do you think that's the worst coaching hire in NFL history? Um, it is certainly up there uh, as far as how how it all played off. I mean, I, I mean, I'm with you. I have no ill will anymore towards Urban Meyer. I probably did uh, right when uh, <laughs> everything happened uh, with with Gainesville because uh, they uh, certainly haven't done much since then. Uh, but I mean, yeah, the guy came in here. Uh, thinking that it was uh, college football, thinking he was going to be able to go out and recruit the best players. Uh, that's just not, you know, how it is. Uh, and obviously the cupboard was uh, pretty bare when he came in here in the first place. But, yeah, all the shenanigans with, you know, oh, you know, Minshew and Lawrence are in a competition. And, he, I mean, he was taking away reps from Lawrence, uh, not to mention the fiasco uh, the in Ohio with the cute little blonde. Uh, yeah, I, I would have to certainly put it up there just off the top of my head as one of the worst hires ever. What about Nate Hackett out in Denver? I mean, that was uh, pretty bad too, but I mean, I think a lot of that 
lot of that has to go on Russell Wilson. I mean, what the heck, dude? I mean, uh, what, $50 million a year, maybe more than that, coming in all, you know, pretty boy, uh, you know, come, coming from Seattle. The AFC West was supposed to be the the big, you know, comp, uh, the big division in the AFC. And, uh, you know, they lost two of their coaches after this year. So, I mean, it's uh, pretty, uh, pretty wild stuff. Uh, I mean, uh, Hackett certainly uh, – some of the games I saw certainly you could question some of his time management. Um, but uh, I, I personally, I put a lot of shoulder, a lot of that on Russell Wilson. I, and uh, I mean, I, I would tell through his face. I mean, you, you suck this year. What is the reason I asked you about urban Meyer was what, what are your thoughts on the effect that Doug Peterson had or has? Uh, I think he's uh, just a professional. Uh, pro- professional. He's been in the game, been in the NFL for uh, whatever, how many years as a as a quarterback, as a backup quarterback. Obviously, learned uh, under some of the best, uh, being you know Andy Reid, who's going to a Super Bowl again. Uh, and I, I just think just, just that mindset, just the. I, I think having that having that ring is uh, is obviously a big selling point, but really just get, I mean going out and getting like the Evan Ingram and spending the money. On Christian Kirk. Now, I know Trent Baalke had a lot to do with that, but bringing those kind of guys in who probably have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, something to prove, and, you know, they've been in the league a little while. I mean, he could speak to that and get them fired up. I mean, you you hear Ingram after the game and some of the interviews. He loves being here. He he wants to get re-signed. I think that should be one of the Jacksonville's, you know, focal points this offseason to, you know, uh, lock him up at least at least for a couple, three years, something like that, you know, to try and uh, get this run, make this run happen. But yeah, I, I just think it's a it, it's a calmness, it's a just professionalism, and uh, just treating the guys with respect. I, I would yeah. say that the window is definitely open, wouldn't you? You know, um, absolutely. Trevor Lawrence never lost on a Saturday until <laughs> la- last Saturday. Right. Um, he. Uh, Great college quarterback. Do you think that he thought when he was when Urban Meyer drafts him? Do you think he thought that it wasn't as hard as it actually is? It's possible. I mean, uh, uh, my brother, uh, I guess, is watching the show, and uh, he wanted to remind everybody that uh, Urban Meyer is a three-time national champion. So, so I think that was uh, some of the mindset. Hey, I am a three-time national champion. Uh, I, I just got the most coveted uh, quarterback, you know, probably since Andrew Luck uh, to, to walk through the doors. Yeah, this going to be a piece of cake. Uh, you know, the, these receivers, eh, you know, who cares if they can't really get open? They, they, there's no separation. He's going to be fine. And, uh, and uh, you know, Urban, he just didn't uh, really uh, um, really put the work in that that, that, uh, quarter, that uh, coaches need in the, uh, in the NFL. I mean, the same thing kind of happened to Spurrier uh, back in the day. Spurrier – uh, you know, kind of came in, uh, didn't really uh, put the work in uh, with Washington, and he didn't last. I mean, he lasted longer than uh, Urban did, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I think he thought it was gonna be a little bit more of a cakewalk, but uh, but once he got on the field and saw the saw some of the talent that was that was in Jacksonville, he realized he didn't have a you know, Percy Harvin and Ezekiel Elliott or any of those other studs from uh, Ohio State uh, that that he was gonna actually have to coach, and I think that uh, that turned him off. My yeah, yeah. I, 
I think um I, I think he kind of bit off more than he could chew. He thought it was, you know, easier. But with, with Trevor, um, I think a lot of things that people don't understand is how good of a leader he is. You know, how 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 good I mean that him waiting for those the, the yeah. players to come off in, in KC. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um and that was a there and, and no one no one's gonna be able to to change my mind on this. That KC game was winnable. Yeah, it, oh, absolutely. It, it, the Jaguars right now, not next year, not two years, right now can play with the best in the league. For sure. Period. For you sure. Know? And so um, my question is on Trevor, where do you think he ranks in the, not just the AFC, but the NFL of uh, where, where he ranks in the hierarchy of the, the quarterbacks? I think he has uh, certainly uh, propelled himself into the top 10 if not the top eight. Uh, I mean, I've seen uh, his name floating around as uh, number five, um, which I don't know if I can give him that much credit yet. Um, so, I mean, I, I, w- I would kind of put him in uh, between the six and eight range, just, a, uh, you know, just a, you know, phenomenal uh, turnaround from year one to two, what the biggest jump in QB rating or whatever that, whatever the hell that is. And um, I mean, you know, 30 total touchdowns, I think 25 passing, five rushing. Uh, obviously got the interceptions down. And just think about it. Next year, Calvin Ridley's coming back, maybe a little uh, lighter in his pockets uh, from his uh, gambling woes, but that's going to be a prolific offense. Uh, Ridley, Kirk, uh, hopefully Ingram, Zay Jones in the middle. I don't know if Mar- Marvin Jones is uh, going to be, uh, be around or not. I mean, good, good luck and everything. Uh, thanks for everything you did. But, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a uh, – even more weapons that, that, that they're giving them. Uh, and I, I think that's going to be very exciting. I don't put a lot of stock into mock drafts. And uh, just because I can't figure out for the fucking life of me why Mel Kuyper Jr. has a job, you only see him two months out of the damn year. Uh, <laughs> but um, I did see one mock draft had us taken a tight end, at a, the, the dude at Notre Dame. Yeah, because I think Bowers from Georgia is going to be gone, right? Or is he going back? Did he decline? Uh, he, he's only a sophomore. He's a true sophomore, so he has to come back. Yeah, he has to come. Okay. Ridiculous. So that dude, <laughs> that uh, Myers guy out of Notre Dame. But then I, I saw him taking a, a, a receiver, and I'm like, why? TCU guy? Yeah. Yeah, why? You know? Um, yeah, I so don't, I don't what, think people are doing their homework. No, no. What What do you think that offense looks like? with Calvin Ridley? I think, uh, I think it becomes even more dynamic. I think it goes down the field a lot more. Uh, Ridley is uh, certainly a speed threat. Uh, you know, put him, I, I think Kirk, uh, w- which it seemed like he was kind of morphing into a little bit this year as a uh, more of the possession guy, the third down guy, as you, as you were mentioning. But I think Ridley, uh, I, I mean, in my opinion, Rid- Ridley is a true number one uh, with, uh, he's, he's going to have to fight uh, to, to get that away from a, uh, from uh, Kirk, but I mean, even if they're both one Bs, uh, you know, to have that as uh, two receivers is going to be uh, something else. But I just think uh, the, I think you're going to see more, more passes over the top. Uh, you know, uh, t- t- taking a chance against the, uh, against the secondary and uh, and making things happen. I think more fireworks. I think what you're going to see with Ridley. Okay, I'm getting a, I'm getting a comment here that 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 defense wins championships. So I know I said that the defense sucks. 
they they certainly made plays. You know, a common phrase in my household when you're watching a Jaguar game is, you know, hey, the defense is going to have to make a play because like uh, like in the um, in the Titans game, it just kind of looked like it wasn't going to be one of those games where Trevor could drive down the field and score the winning touchdown. It just didn't. He was just just a little off, which is fine because and Chad Henney in, in, in in the Chiefs game proved it. What a what a backup quarterback or what a quarterback is a good one does sometimes not win the game, but don't lose it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, Henny, that's why I, I swear to God, the most important, important position is having a veteran backup quarterback because they right. won't go out. That's why Flacco still has a fucking job. You yeah. know, because he won't go out and win the game, but he won't lose it. He's got sure. the experience of what not to do, you know, and I thought Trevor did in the Titans game specifically did a really good job of what not to do. But the defense won that game. Sure. So what do you think the defense needs to do uh, to not have me complain about them anymore? Well, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. I mean, the defense, I mean, it's certainly a roller coaster. I mean, you go back to that Lions game and giving up uh, 50-plus points, I think, uh, just looking awful, which the Lions have a very prolific offense, especially indoors. Um, I, w- one thing I did notice that uh, that was different compared to some of the years in the past uh, is the uh, th- there were some adjustments at halftime. Uh, I mean, the, the Titans game, the Chargers game. Uh, I mean, uh the, the Ravens game, the Raiders game, obviously Demonte Adams, I think had 10 catches in, in the first half. He didn't get, he didn't have one catch in the second half. So give it to the rookie uh, defensive coordinator, uh, Mike Caldwell. I mean, I think they're going to keep him around. Uh, I, I, I think they need to change up the defense, uh, you know, get away from a three, four. They need a pass rush. My God. Jesus. I mean, watching those, watching the two games this past weekend, I mean, Philly, that, that Reddit guy from Philly, what, two and a half sacks and a forced fumble. Chris Jones uh, right up the gut, you know, just taking out Burrow. I mean, they sacked Burrow three three straight plays, in a, a three in a series. Uh, Jacksonville has to do that. You have to be able to get the opposing quarterback off their mark, disrupt the timing. That that helps out the secondary, obviously. Somebody needs to step up. I, I, don't, know if it's, I don't know if that person's already on the team. From what I saw, I mean, you see glimpses of that from Trayvon Walker. Not enough from Josh Allen for what I think they're about to pay him or already paid him. What I, I can't can't keep track of that. But somebody has to get to the quarterback, and uh, that's uh, that's that's number one. That that I, I think that solves so many problems. I'm glad I'm glad you said that because if you look specifically at the Phillies 49ers game. Um, Philly's pass rush is so good. They didn't, they, they knocked out not one, but two quarterbacks and went back to one that, that couldn't throw the ball. They handed off the ball. And I mean, the, the two passes that he tried to pass were very short to Christian McCaffrey. And I mean, that's how good a pass rush, you know, is, is needed, you know, in the NFL. I would, I would say resign Ingram. I, you got Ridley, you know, maybe do some, and I do want to give props. We complained for years about the offensive line here in Jacksonville, Florida, you know, and the offensive line played well. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, they played, they played. Taylor, 
it was getting bashed last year. Uh, Taylor yeah. Taylor turned it around this year, especially late in the season. You know, and with a rookie center, you know that that really uh, really bodes well for for going on and you get Cam Robinson back. I don't know if they're going to use a they use a franchise on him this year. Can they use it again? I think I think he can use it twice. Okay, so but maybe they're making maybe they don't. Um, but Walker Little, I thought played pretty good. You know, um, okay. So let's move on from the Jags here for for a second. Um, right, and we must. <laughs> yeah, I know you're a big fantasy guy, right? So, yes. what players surprised you fantasy wise in the NFL this year? Well, I think at, uh, there was a time in the middle of the season that Ramondre Stevenson for the Patriots was, uh, you know, a was up in the top three of, of running backs. He he was uh, running the ball. He was getting uh, anywhere from like five to eight catches a game. I think that was a uh, that was a huge one. It looks like he is uh, certainly taken over from uh, Damian Harris. Uh, some other ones. Um, trying to think. I mean, uh, Christian Kirk. I mean, you look, look at look at him. He came into Jacksonville. There, there was a lot of grumbling about you know uh, him getting paid that much money, and all he did was go out there and perform and uh, and uh, and have a nice season. Um, Quarterback-wise, for me personally, it's got to be Jalen Hurts, who is – and it's hard to say that because he's an MVP running, but, I mean, there's so many question marks going into the season, swirling around that Philly job, you know, what uh, what's going on, and uh, it, it really how he tapered off last year. He was having a nice year, uh, certainly tapered off at the end of the year, and then uh, really just uh, shit the bed against the uh, the Bucks in the, in the playoffs. So there was a lot of – a lot of question marks. They they did try and uh, make things better with uh, going out and getting uh, AJ Brown, uh, which uh, certainly was a was a boost. So, um, off the top of my head, those are uh, you know three of the guys that I that I can think of. Why 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 did the Titans get rid of AJ Brown? Are they idiots? Uh, I mean, they must be. Did didn't the GM get fired or or he did? That, yeah, I mean that's that's probably why. I I don't I don't. I don't understand that. I mean, I think they saw this a similar skill set in uh, Traylon Burks, and you know, to, to draft. I mean, I think I think all along that was the thing. You know, bring him in. Um, I mean, I, th- I think there was money issues. AJ Brown and the and the agent were you know wanting more money, but I mean, the guy's under contract. He was going to play for you at least this year, and it and your window is definitely closing. I mean, Henry's not getting any younger. Uh, Tannehill's hot hot garbage, and when he's on the field. Uh, so you needed somebody to, uh, to you know, be on the outside, and they, they certainly did not have that. And you, you saw that. So I'm not sure what what exactly they were thinking. Uh, uh, that was definitely a, a little bit of a perplexing, uh, I guess, a day of trade, a, a day of the draft trade. Let me ask you this. Let, let's just say that you have you, you own or you're the GM of an NFL franchise, and you have like a mid to late first round pick anywhere from anywhere from maybe 20 on okay and the gm of the tennessee titans uh the evil empire they call you and say i will trade you derrick henry right now for that first round pick do you take it i do um i mean if you are so if you're drafting late uh, or mid mid twenties. That means that you 
most likely made the playoffs the pre- previous year, and your window is open. I think Derrick Henry still has plenty of tread on the tires, not to use a uh, a draft term, but, I mean, the, the guy does. I mean, he, he did struggle. He did t- kind of take a step back uh, as far as uh, yards per carry this season, but the guy is an absolute beast. I mean, I, I know I'm a Jaguars fan. I love watching Derrick Henry abuse people. Uh, when, 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 um, except when he's playing the Jaguars. But, I mean, like if there's other games, I mean, I, I love watching him stiff arm people and just truck people. Uh, local kid, uh, you know, I followed him a lot, uh, you know, uh, when he was at Yuli, um, and and what he did in Alabama. So I still think he has at least a couple years. Uh, this year he proved that he could catch the ball, which is uh, something that he hasn't really done uh, in the past as well. So, I mean, that certainly uh, propelled him in, in fantasy football standpoint uh, with with the receptions. But I, I still think he uh, I still think he has it, and he's a threat to get 100 yards every single time. Sticking with running backs really quick, in your opinion, is Ezekiel Elliott done? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I think he is uh, certainly on the downward spiral. I think uh, Dallas is uh, kicking themselves a little bit for giving him uh, that kind of a longer contract than most running backs get. Uh, I was I was very happy to see uh, Tony Pollard, uh, you know, have, you know, shine a little bit this season. Uh, number one, I, I really liked the kid uh, coming out of college. And then I think I had him on every single fantasy team that I <laughs> that I had this season. So I like those. Uh, I liked his uh uh, craftiness, but um, I, I think some of the uh, what we saw this year is uh, Elliot kind of coming succumbing to the injury bug a little bit too. Uh, I think that has a lot to do with uh, his time in in, in the league. Um, I, he, he doesn't seem like he has the explosiveness like he, like he used to. Uh, he can still catch the ball out of the outfield, uh, out of the backfield, but he's not doing too much with it. Uh, I think Dallas is uh, stuck with him for at least one, maybe years uh with that contract so you know that that's on them but uh, i i do think he's on a seriously serious decline what teams this year surprised you either good or bad i'll give you an example i'll give you mine really quick naturally probably the i would i would say on the surprising teams and the good fact there are three naturally the jacksonville jaguars being one i think the new york giants you know, and for a majority of the year, the New York Jets, you know, that were in there. I think that the Miami Dolphins had two and not gotten nine concussions this year that they would have been they they would have beaten Buffalo. I think yeah. there's something there. I think there's something wrong in Buffalo, but I don't think any team is as disappointing and you know what another surprising team um you know the seahawks to a degree sure you know, to to a degree with geno smith as their quarterback um, if you asked if you asked i mean we're old but uh if you ask like uh uh you know the the generation the z people um you know where where did where did geno smith go to college? i don't even think they know that there's a college in west virginia but um you know what teams did you you know surprised you good and the surprised you bad? I would think the uh, surprising good uh, was going to be for for me would be the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I I was not was not thrilled about what their defense had, um, and that certainly showed up in several games. Uh, 
never been a huge fan of Kirk Cousins. Uh, I, I would love for another quarterback to get in there and uh, really show off the talents of Justin Jefferson. I don't, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's possible. Jefferson's an absolute stud, but uh, I mean, Dalvin Cook was uh, you know kind of iffy going in there this year. Uh, he he didn't have a great year either. But uh, for them to what were they fourteen and three or thirteen and four going into playoffs? I think so. Uh, you know that was uh, certainly something. Uh, a shock. I mean, they, they went into several places and, and, and came out victorious and, uh, but they still had trouble, but they had that, uh, that point differential, uh, which was, which was crazy because they were what 14 and three, 13 and four, but like their point differential was like plus two or something like that, or, or maybe even, even something. So when they lost, they got blown out. Uh, and, and I think that's why the giants were able to, uh, you know, really, really uh, sneak up on him in the playoffs. So that that one certainly didn't surprise me. I'll, I'll go along with you, uh, uh, you know, with the surprise uh, being the Giants, of course, the Jags. Um, but a, a surprise team that uh, struggled will go back uh, out west to uh, to Denver. I mean, all the hype with uh, Russell Wilson coming in there, Javante Williams, uh, you know, he's going to come back. I mean, you know, un- unfortunately he got hurt, but that was supposed to be a, uh, you know, just a real shootout of a, of a division and it really was, was a dud. And uh, it's kind of embarrassing that Jaguars uh, lost to them in London. And uh, so I, I would say them and the Raiders. So really the, the two in the West that, that really uh, disappointed um, and probably the Bucks. Uh, I mean, Brady is, is Brady done? I mean, uh, they, they, they struggled. They did not look good at all. Uh, very clunky all year long, you know, Similar to us, you know, won a bad division, made it to the playoffs, and then, uh, but they, they, you know, kind of showed their true colors, uh, letting Dak throw for five touchdowns on them. They, like the Jaguars, I think they were a benefit of a bad division, you know, and, uh, uh oh. Everything okay? Okay. Uh, no, but I think they're the the benefit of a bad division. Um, the the, oh, yeah. the Bucks. I, I yeah, I totally forgot about the Rams because they had oh, a forgettable yeah. season. For sure. Yeah. You know, it pains me. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey out there, you know, uh, bringing the the old losing ways of the Jaguars out, out out there. But I guess he did get himself a ring, huh? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Would you take him back? No. There's been a lot of talk about that lately. Yeah, I've I've seen it all over Twitter. Um, I love Jalen when he was here because he was brash. He gave, he put Jacksonville on the map a little bit. Um, I mean, he was an asshole. Don't get me wrong, but what he did, uh, you know, faking the injury and all that crap, and uh, just to get out of get out of Jackson. No, I I I don't want him back. I like to, to go back to the defense. I don't I don't really think the secondary is the problem. I think it's that pass rush and I'm sure. He, He's way too expensive to, to, to come in here. He, he, he can stay out west with uh, Aaron Donald if he decides to come back. <laughs> um, this weekend, we 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 uh, we had ourselves a couple championship games, and uh, real quick with the AFC championship game, the 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 pro, the better game of the two. Yeah. Um. It, it's it's unfortunate that it has to come down to a penalty, you know, and, but in my opinion, this is what I told my son. I said, you are, it's kind of like, and I'm going to go off beat here, but I have a point. It's kind of like why the pass interference 
penalty is a spot foul in the NFL, but it's a 50 in college it's because in the nfl they're professionals so they are conceding the fact that had he not been interfered with he would have caught it and that's why it's placed at the spot they're they're technically amateurs in college i don't care i don't want to get into the nil debate but uh they're technically amateurs in college but you're saying a professional wide receiver he's going to catch that ball well the professional football player needs to know that when the golden boy of the NFL is out of bounds, not to touch him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, it's, I mean, he, he's going full speed. Uh, his, you know, vision's a little off, but I mean, he had, but his vision forward could see the white line. And yes, I mean, uh, just a, a, a costly mistake. And, uh, I mean, the poor guy, he, he played an amazing game. I don't know how many tackles he had, but I know he had at least a couple uh, tackles for losses, uh, you know, some pass breakups. I think he's uh, just a second-year player. Um, but, yeah, just a, a grave mistake. But, I mean, I mean, I could go back to that repeating that third down. What the what the hell was that? I mean, I've right. never seen that yeah. in my entire mm-hmm. life. And I'm, I'm chatting with my friend, and, and of course, they – they end up having to punt anyway, but the Bengals lost a timeout during that. So, uh, for so if you didn't get to see it, uh, third down was played. Uh, the Bengals stopped and were about to get off the field, but the ref came in and said, you know, was saying, "Oh no, we got to got to redo the redo the down because the clock wasn't moving or something like that." But he he was so far off the field, he didn't really make a huge, I don't know, attempt. I mean, he waved his hands a couple little bit but so of course the Chiefs get it next play is a penalty on on the Bengals automatic first down uh they do they do end up punting but during that time like I said the Bengals had to burn a timeout because I think they had like 12 guys on the field or something like that and I think that kind of messed with Burrow mentally when he started that drive kind of what was it like on the four yard line or something like that I mean he he had two timeouts or maybe only one but he could have had that extra one uh, I, I think that kind of a kind of affected him. Maybe, maybe changed the play calling. You know, trying to get not not stay in the center there. And I don't know, I don't know why they would punt to somebody like that. Uh, you know, get it out of bounds. You know, kick it away. I mean, it was a low line drive. Low line drive. Sky Moore hasn't done much of anything all season. He catches that, gets a nice uh, block in the back from a couple guys. Has a twenty five yard. Uh, uh, return to, to midfield, and then uh, we go on to the uh, play when uh, Mahomes got knocked out. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was, I'm not a Bengals fan, but I did want them to win, <laughs> right? Right? I, th- I think everybody might be, I, I think the Chiefs might be getting a little, uh, a little patriot yeah, you know, it certainly so, seems that way, you sure. know, and they're getting, they're getting some, some treatment there. Um, I thought the Bengals um, played a good game. The only thing that I want anybody that plays the Chiefs to do is please put somebody on fucking Travis Kelsey. How how hard? Fourteen catches against us. Seriously, anybody? Every every he's always open. Like Techno Bowl with Jerry Rice. I mean, I mean, he was always open. No, nobody ever around him. I'm like, what the hell? Somebody. Somebody cover 87, please. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes back to, you know, 
with uh with Brady and Gronk. Gronk was yeah. always open. Dude, somebody yeah. cover that guy. Yeah. You know, and I mean with with Kelly, especially when they played the Jags, man, it, it was just, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, when, they did when, not make when, any adjustments with that. No. When when Chad Henney can drive like 96 yards. <laughs> when he I mean, you take that away, I mean, you know, it's it, it, it's uh, the, the game was winnable. I, I, I know. Oh, um, I was so pumped up when that happened, man. When I'm like, Henny's trotting out there. He's on the two yard line. I'm like, okay, we got this. And then he takes him 98 yards. I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh, we What we were saying was, was, you know, hey, Chad, Chad, you remember a couple of them, uh, the picks that you like to throw, you know, yeah. how about, how about one right here? You know, yeah. those picks that you like to throw. We know, we, we know you got a couple in you. Yeah, 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 try try and throw deep and uh, be about five yards short like you were for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But as I said earlier, veteran quarterback, uh, veteran quarterback as a backup knows really he's been along. Dude, Chad Henney has made every fucking mistake in the book, you know, so he knows what not to do. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, but, you know, wow, I mean, that was uh. That was the game changer there, man. Because they we, we we had them. We we, oh man, oh well. Yeah. Okay. Um, over to the we'll NFC. Over to the NFC championship game. I seriously thought that this game. I was screaming, "Take the under!" Um, I I was screaming, "It's going to be 17-14, You know, because you got two really, really, really oh, good defenses. Yeah. yeah. You know, two really good defenses. Problem was. If I was rooting for anybody, it was probably the 49ers because they kind of got the the injury bug all year. Um, kind of the 49ers, and they, you know, they they've gone through now four quarterbacks, and they still won. What was it? Something stupid like 12, 12 games in a row, you know, yeah. um, with them, uh, you know. But and again, watching the Eagles, they they. They're they're beatable, but their defense is really, really, really good. The old cliche of offensive wins games, defense wins championships. They are really good. Um, personally, um, I didn't think Philly. You know, it's those teams that you know go the the eight and zero, the nine and zero, and then they 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 usually you know tail off. But I I didn't think Philly looked like the best team in the NFL until Sunday. But then again, they didn't have a quarterback playing against them, really. Right. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I completely agree. I, I thought going into the playoffs, I thought Philly Philly was certain, certainly beatable. I thought the Giants would be able to sneak in there and get them. Uh, that, I was sorely mistaken on that. Uh, yeah, just watching that defense uh, the other day, I mean, those guys, I mean, that, that, I'm not sure what the sack totals were of the year. They had to have you know, more than doubled uh, what, what, what we had down here in Jacksonville. I think they have like four guys with double digits or something like that. They have they have seventy five sacks on the season. Okay, Inclu- almost triple, triple including I think the Jags had fifty something, forty something. Oh, I don't. I think you're being no, you're no, being no, 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 no. Sorry, <laughs> the two thousand seventeen Jags had fifty five. <laughs> you know, and that's not, and, and we called them Saxonville, and that's right. not even close to what the Eagles have done this year. That's how sure. good their uh, their defense is. That defensive line yeah. that you're talking, and they're about. good on the back end too. Their corner corners are very talented. I mean, I think uh, they're, they're going to be able to 
uh, lockdown of whatever receivers uh, the Chiefs get out there. The, the question is, uh, you know, can you cover Kelsey? And uh, I, I think they can. I, I think uh, I think Philly runs away with it personally if the rest I, don't get involved again. I think I would take Philly minus the points, and um, it's currently one and a half. Um, one and a half. Yeah, one and a half. I checked about an hour before we came on here, so one and a half over under is forty nine and a half. Um, I, I I wouldn't touch that over under with your money. Yeah, <laughs> but but uh, I would take the Eagles minus the points um, on that. I just don't. I think uh, you know, high ankle sprain that takes a while. Sure. I don't think uh, Mahomes is is there, but the Mahomes versus Hurts thing. I think um, you know who who do you think wins the MVP? Um, I think because Hurts got. Injured uh, towards the end of, end of the year, I think it's going to go to Mahomes uh, just with his uh, stats and uh, just his uh, ability to, you know, show out. I mean, you got to remember this team had Tyreek Hill last year, and he was able to put up the stats this year. I mean, we're clo- uh, close to 50 touchdowns again without Tyreek Hill, with it, with Juju Smith, with with a bunch of receivers with two last names going on, uh, right. Smith Schuster and. Valdez, Scantley, and uh, obviously Kelsey had a, another career uh, season, but uh, I, I I would have to lean towards uh, Mahomes. I mean, Hertz was on his way there um, in, until uh, until the injury bit, bit him. At, Josh Allen was on his way until they started uh, getting kind of clunky, and uh, he certainly uh, certainly struggled. Uh, so yeah, I, I would have to lean Mahomes. Did that get announced like next Thursday or something, or this Thursday? Yeah, NFL honors uh, a week from this Thursday. Um, who do you think wins the defensive player of the year? Um, I don't know. What, what are some names? We got what is it? One of the Bosa's and Nick Bosa, Micah Parsons. It's probably going to be one of those two guys. Yeah, it's probably going to be one of the Parsons. Is pretty incredible. With I all guess. due respect to Kirk Jones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'd probably go Parsons just because uh, he's got that star on his helmet. <laughs> that, that star. How about, okay, so uh, rookie of the year, Kenneth Walker. You know who he is? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you're a fantasy guy. You know who everybody is. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure you've heard of Brock Purdy before. I have. Yeah, pride of Iowa State. And um, Garrett Wilson, do you know who he is? Yep. Yeah, those are yeah. the top three candidates for Rookie of the Year. Um, that's going to be uh, difficult. I, I, I mean, they each – you could certainly make a case for each of them at different periods of, 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 the, of, the, of the year. I think with it – with Purdy being hot towards the end of the year, I think he's going to be the name that's going to – going to get it but uh but like i said there there, there's times this season where you could certainly say it was garrett wilson who was he had he had a stretch of uh three games with uh double digit catches uh for a bad jets team uh i mean without um well i guess they were better with uh without uh zach wilson uh so i mean he definitely took advantage without zach wilson being in there and then uh kenneth walker uh really uh was able to to get into the lineup uh you know kind of due to injury uh, but, uh, you know, he got in there, but he fought some injuries as well. Uh, but he he was on a Seahawks team that damn sure wasn't supposed to win anything. Uh, I mean, they, they were talking about them tanking uh, to get one of these uh, quarterbacks next year. And uh, 
they went to the playoffs. So, I mean, I like I said, at different times of the year, you could probably put a put a name on it, but I'd go with Purdy. Okay. I, I would go with Purdy as well. Um, now, try to not look through your teal glasses here. Sure. Kyle Brian Dable, Doug Peterson. Yeah, I'm trying not to look through there. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to go Dable. Um, actually, I mean, I think that there's um, significantly less talent up there uh, for the Giants and what he was able to do, uh, even with, you know, kind of getting Daniel Jones um, back on the map. It sounds like uh, he's in in uh, good standings with everybody in New York, which is the first time that in, in, his, in his career. Uh, so I think him going in there, going in the NFC East, you know, having to play Dallas twice, having to play uh, Philly twice, uh, and making the playoffs and making some noise in the playoffs, you know, take taking down a uh, number two seed or three seed, and uh, but it, but Peterson would probably be a, a close second. Okay, okay. Um, real quick, we just got a few minutes here. Um, what are your thoughts on the officiating this year as a whole? Um, I mean, once again, uh, just atrocious. I mean, it certainly uh, reared his head in the playoffs. The, uh, I mean, just that Kansas City game alone, uh, not just the one last week, but the one against us. Uh, I, I thought there was uh, a whole lot of holding going on uh, to, to protect uh, Mahomes. I mean, I, I think if Jacksonville would have hit Mahomes, put him on the ground just one time after that, High ankle sprain. I don't think he would have gotten back up again. Certainly, don't want to wish that on anybody. But, but that, but that, to go back to your point about that was the that, that the opportunity to win. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think just once again, just uh, just inconsistency with the with the past interferences. I, I I think that teams are taking advantage of it of of the third and longs, just chucking it down down the field and hoping for a for a defensive hold or a or a pass interference. And I mean, it's in a way it's smart uh, because that's what the, uh, the officials are, uh, are uh, dealing with. So, or, or calling. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I think something needs to be done. Um, I mean, the, even in that Philly game and Devonte uh, Smith, uh, he, he didn't catch that ball, but I mean, that's on the, uh, that's on Shanahan for not throwing the challenge flag, but sure. Uh, um, I mean, it's hard. I, I can't imagine how difficult it is to keep up with those guys at the at the uh, pace of play. Do, uh, do, do you think anything's uh, been different this year? Or? No, I no. think it, I think it fucking blows. Yeah, you know, uh, um, I think everything bad in the world um, is because of two things: the NFL officiating and <clears throat> the uh, Major League Baseball umpires are the worst officials in all of sports. Sure. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think the NFL is trying tired of me saying that. So they're trying to suck more so they can get the title of worst official in all of sports. You know, um, real quick, if Philly wins the Super Bowl, to what degree do they burn down their city? Um, I would say I'm gonna give it at least a 38% chance of uh, of the city going into flames, if not higher. I, I may, may want to take the over on that. Um, yeah, I mean, they're nuts. I mean, I saw a video, uh, 
just just today, some dude was crowdsourcing, like shooting out jello shots to people and handstand surfboard. It, they're they're going to go nuts. They're, I mean, um, they, they went nuts in what, 2018 uh, as well. So, um, I mean, they're, they're already talking about greasing up the uh, street, street poles and stuff like that. So people don't uh, climb up there. <laughs> All that good stuff. That's, but, uh, that's it could crazy. be uh, interesting to watch for sure. How do you get the grease off? They just I, 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 I all know. year. Okay, I don't know. I mean, I, I just throw some salt on there. Just, I don't know. <laughs> I was just wondering that. I mean, I, I just, you know, it's there, and then if Buff, poor Buffalo, if they ever win themselves a Super Bowl, there is not going to be a say a, a straight table in that place. Yeah, they, they may fall into a lake. Or something. The, the whole city may just go into one of those lakes up there. <laughs> poor, poor Buffalo. Okay, uh, with the with the few minutes we got left, let's do some Super Bowl props. All right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to read these. I'm not going to read the dumb ones because they're certainly dumb. But uh, I'm going to read this. Okay. So Chris Stapleton is uh, singing the national anthem. Do you think it's over or under one uh, minute twenty one and a half? Over. I think he's going to um, draw out some notes for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's over too. That's really not that long. Yeah. Uh, heads or tails? Um, heads. <laughs> okay. I always go to tails. Uh, so you got Philly, you got Philly, and you got KC. Uh, is the first offensive play going to be a run or a pass attempt? For for either team or, or just in general? Yeah, either team. Um, it's gonna be a pass attempt. Okay. Um, Hurt, hurts hurts to Goder and uh, uh, Mahomes to Juju Smith Schuster on a curl route or something. I don't know. Right. Okay. Who, who score? Uh, who scores first? I'm going with the team who gets the ball first. I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah, whoever gets the ball after the uh, coin flip, I think they, they take it down. Two two weeks to prepare with with those offenses. They're gonna, they're going to take advantage. You think that the first turnover will be a fumble, interception, or a turnover on downs? Fumble. Okay. Which team will commit the first accepted penalty of the game? The Chiefs or Eagles? We'll commit it. Eagles. Yeah, I think the first penalty is going to be they get too close to Mahomes. They call the roughing the passer. <laughs> yeah, you know, there you go. Too, too that's close what, to the ankle. Yep. Which team? Uh, which uh, will either team score during the last two minutes of the first half? Yes. Okay. How are you on your Rihanna? Um. Not. Uh, not too. Not too. Not too well. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Okay. I have no fucking clue what any of these songs are. <laughs> okay. Uh, which song will be performed first at the halftime show? And I'm just reading on here. If I butcher uh, Umbrella, um, We Found Love, Where Have You Been, What's My Name? I think she ends with Umbrella. So okay. I'll say she starts with What's My Name. 
I've never I'm heard still, of that. Yeah, man, I'm still listening to stuff from the '90s, dude. Yeah. I, I've never, I, 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 I may have heard these songs, but I don't. You know, I had to look up who Rihanna was, but apparently <laughs> she was that chick on that uh, Eminem song. Yeah, monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I like the hip hop. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know a lot of the stuff that she's done collaborations with, but yeah, I don't know a lot of her solo stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, do you think anybody will accompany Rihanna on stage to perform a song with her? That's got to be a yes, right? Yeah. Don't they always do that? I think so. Yeah. I, I think so, so. I think someone comes out, does something. Could be. Um, that'd be that'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, what didn't Eminem come out last year though? Yeah. With the rap, with the rap thing. Yeah. Um. Okay. Enough of the halftime. Uh, halftime <laughs> show questions. Um. Okay. So total number of players to attempt to pass is it over two and a half or under two and a half? Total players to attempt to pass. Um. I oh, we'll keep it under. I think I think both these guys are gonna. Stay in there. Okay. Who will have more passing yards, Mahomes or Hurts? Mahomes. Okay, I, I agree. Now, who will have more rushing yards? But before you answer, um, it's it's uh, uh, Pacheco, McKinnon, Sanders, or Hurts? Um. Pacheco was running hard last week, man. He was looking good for the little rookie but uh i i think um i think i think hurts uh hurts breaks one i think uh i think hurts uh leads it and uh that's probably i imagine he's got the like the highest odds or whatever the lowest odds i guess what color of uh, gatorade do you think will be poured on the winning coach blue okay <laughs> Um. Yeah, that's it. Okay. And uh, who do you think the MVP of the uh, of the game will be? Mahomes, Hurts, or any other player? I think I, I think it's gonna. I think Philly's gonna win uh, convincingly. Uh, maybe uh, by double digits. Um, and I, I think it's gonna go go with Hurts. Okay. Uh, I think he's gonna bounce back and uh and sh you know really just uh, showcases uh, dual threat capabilities uh both through the air and uh, air and on the ground. If the Chiefs win, um, I'm going with any other player because it, 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 I'm going with Kelsey. Okay. You know the the uncoverable guy. You know, but sure. if but if the Chiefs win, you know they're gonna give it to Mahomes. Oh yeah. You know the storylines. You know, the hurt guy. If I had to hear Tony Romo say one more time, what a gutsy performance against the Jaguars. Uh, no, know. it wasn't. He got lucky. Yeah. He didn't get hit again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, what what a gutsy, what a gutsy. You know what pisses me off real quick? This is my parting thought. Sure. You know what pisses me off is like it started with the Cowboys. It wasn't about a team that was down by 17 and came back and won the fucking game. It was about how the Cowboys collapsed. It wasn't about how the Jaguars came back, the 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 third largest comeback in NFL playoff history to, to win a game by one at the buzzer, walk off. Um, it, it was about how the Chargers collapsed and Staley should be uh, fired. Right. 
You know, it's never about, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like when the Braves won the world series, it wasn't about that. It was about how many hurt players the Astros had, you know? And I mean, it, it's just, if I had to hear Tony Romo talk about how courageous Patrick Mahomes was, and I'm not down in the guy, I don't wish him hurt either. I'm just saying that that team's beatable and I think they're yeah. fitting to get beat. I, I completely agree. And, uh, I mean, I, I think uh, the rest of the league has uh, been served notice by the Jaguars. Uh, they're, sure. they're coming. Here they come. And I think that there's no bone in my body. Don't get me wrong. There's absolutely zero bone in my body that is rooting for the Philadelphia Eagles. They're the sure. worst fans on the face of the earth. I will. I, they're, they're just this. this I, I'm putting them even with Yankees fans. Okay. You know, they're, they're pretty bad. Um, I do not want you know, the Phillies to be in the world series and the Eagles. Yeah. I'm tired of the city of, you know, and, and uh, there's absolutely no bone in my body that, that, that is going for them. I just think that it's kind of like a, you know, who do I want to win or who do I think is going right. Yeah. So who do you think is going to win? I, uh, I, I definitely think uh, Philly, Philly takes care of business. That, that defense I saw on Sunday, uh, is going to be able to get, get after Mahomes uh, and, uh, Get, get him off his mark. Uh, I think the uh, the Chiefs wide receivers are not are not good, um, and I, I think that the uh, as I mentioned with the uh, Slay and Bradbury, I think they're going to be able to lock, lock it down. And I just think that that Eagle pass rush is going to be the difference. I agree. I agree. Well, Brad, I want to thank you for joining me uh, tonight. We're sure. at the we're at the end of our time here. Uh, real quick, tell them where they can hear the uh, the 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 podcast that you're on. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we we uh, we come out about definitely uh, once a week uh, when the season's going on. We're, we're like every other week now, uh, but uh, it's at a full press uh, full press coverage. It's a full press uh, fantasy podcast. I'm on there with uh, my buddy uh, Kyle Center. I've been doing it for a couple years. Uh, we do a lot of uh, you know sit start questions, a lot of uh, rankings. Uh, we, we we debate. We 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 get along. We also uh, uh, can uh, go go after each other. He he's he's the more the analytical guy. Uh, has all the numbers and everything. And I'm the guy who just uh, kind of shows up and uh, shoots from the hip and uh, tries to be a little bit funny and uh, and I just uh, provide uh, some fantasy football knowledge. Cool deal. We'll, we'll check him out. The full press fantasy podcast. Uh, is there a specific day it comes out? Um, we, we normally record on Wednesdays, so uh, he normally puts that out on Thursday. Okay, cool. And for those of you not, uh, not checking us out on, um, on YouTube uh, tonight, Tuesday night, you can check us out each and every Wednesday, uh, wherever you download podcasts uh, for the audio version of Kev Unfiltered or any of the properties from the Unfiltered Studios podcast networks. And that is the Stupid History Minute, Finding Your Way. You can go over and listen to the uh, Two Penny Podcast with Jay Jones and good old Mike over there. And that comes out on Fridays. Finding Your Way is coming on Thursday. And the Beeps has got some more motivational stuff for you and all that. But for uh, for this podcast, you can hit our text line, 305-563-2342. It's been scrolling across the damn thing. I'm sure Brad's hypnotized by it. Uh, but that's uh, 305-563-2342. Uh, we'll answer any text back. And if you leave something that is... Uh, in entertaining 
uh, we'll play it on the show for you. Um, so again, thank you to Brad Harvin from the Full Press Fantasy Podcast. Very entertaining uh, about the NFL football. We're going to have a bunch of listeners being like, you talked for a fucking hour about sports. Yes, that's what happens when you give me full reign. We talk about <laughs> stuff like that. So um, for uh, Brad and for all the folks over at the Unfiltered Studios Podcast Network, uh, we want to thank you for listening. And uh, for Brad, my name is Kev, and I'll catch you next week. The opinions on this podcast may strike some listeners as vulgar, offensive, or worst of all, serious. Serious. Please adjust your expectations and interpretations accordingly. In other words, lighten the f*** up. For all other concerns, complaints, and court documents, please direct those towards the nearest brick wall. Thank you for listening.